Okay. Yeah, we are streaming. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Angie Atkinson, and I am here with the lovely and talented Lise Colucci. Lise, welcome back. Thank you. Always my pleasure to have you. So Lisa and I today are a little late, all my fault. Don't, don't, don't be mad at me. <laughs> totally mean it. Um, oh, and I hear myself talking. That's never good. All right. <laughs> so as we're waiting for everyone to pop into the chat, again, I apologize for being late today. I had a couple of technical difficulties. Um, today, we're going to talk about how to deal with a narcissist when you're stuck. You can't leave. You can't go no contact. What does this look like? Now, um, keep an eye on the chat for our and mod squad and you'll see Severine will be popping in some reminders for you and some information on how to get in touch with us from here in, and to, to be in the streams with us. All right, so Lise. Yes. How are you today? I'm good. Right on. My volume, I'm like, why is it so quiet? Yeah. Can you hear me okay otherwise? Yes, you're fine, it's me, right. yeah, got it. We're good. Right on. right on, all right. So I know that you've recently had and I have recently had as well mm. clients who were unable to go no contact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So first of all, it's like, there's no judgment on what people choose or are stuck in here. Like this isn't, it's not like, oh, you know, they're a narcissist. Now you have to leave. Some people can't, right. some people can't, they, they legitimately for whatever reason of their own cannot. And there's financial reasons. There's, um, there's everything, the health reasons, um, their own morality of, of like, maybe they don't, can't leave a parent or they can't be an aging parent or whatever, their own choices mm -hmm. based on their own feelings about themselves. So no judgment here. So when you can't leave though, you're kind of in this predicament of the constant narcissistic cycle that's going to go on. It's yes. not like, because you choose not to leave, things are going to magically get better. Right. Right. <clears throat> exactly. And that's yeah. the thing. There's no like serious I mean, you tell me what you, in your opinion, I don't think there's any way that you can fix. Well, I think we all know we can't fix a narcissist, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So you modify your own behavior to survive it, right? Mm -hmm. Which is terrible, but <sighs> it, some... it, yeah, you live in a state of coping and that's unfortunate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and I think as you're in that situation, you know, you have to find some joy, you have to find things to be grateful for, et cetera. And the more you can do that. Oh, oh boy you just sneeze ever you don't want me sneezing on camera <laughs> they're not always sticky. okay um anyway but uh the thing is what, what were you saying okay so what i found before i left is i was able to focus on things like you know i tell you guys all the time 10 things you're grateful for 10 things or three things you love about yourself right mm -hmm. and so like if you can do things like that um, and you can learn how to kind of edge around the narcissist a little bit, it can be better, but it's mm -hmm. never, ever going to be what you deserve. Exactly. Exactly. And it's self-care becomes your, your foundation that you need. Well, we all need that as a foundation, but <clears throat> it becomes critical right. um, that you find this, a way to have um, self-care in your life for whatever that means for you. That helps you feel like a human being yes. and feel and feel good about yourself. One thing I notice, and one thing that happens, okay, is there's a fusion in the relationship, enmeshment, whatever you want to call it. I like the word fusion because it gives me an option to unhook. Enmeshment feels really sticky and hard to get out of to me, just the word itself. Sure. But the word fusion to me means 
oh, I've, I am, I have a choice here to manage the situation as I need to, and then apply mm-hmm. some self-care and be my own person right. on my own time, in my own space. When you're with them, no, there's going, they require that fusion in order, that enmeshment in order to get the supply they need. Right. Exactly. And it's, it's really, oh, it's a horrible thing to be in, but, but you can sit around and say what I'm saying right now. This is the wrong thing. I shouldn't be saying this, but I know how you feel. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but what I can say is this, if you look at the situation from the most positive possible perspective. Mm-hmm. Now this, listen, if you have the ability to leave, please listen to me. please. Okay. It does not going to improve, but you can, like we're talking about kind of change it around a little bit. So for example, one of the things that I think is the most important is to recognize what I just said. You cannot change or what I said earlier. <laughs> you cannot change the narcissist. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. <laughs> like they will change if they want to change, but they don't, they don't, by nature of their disorder, they don't want, they don't want to change. They don't think anything is officially wrong with them. Right. Effectively no. wrong. I mean, uh, so you have to understand that they are what they are, what they are, what they are. And that means the only thing you can change is your own perception of the situation mm-hmm. and your own mm-hmm. way to deal. So, you know, you can be as friendly as you want to be to the narcissist and as kind as you want to be, but you can't be, you can't trust them any further than you can. Right. So sometimes right. Just, you can't have any expectations on them for anything yeah. in return at all. It's not a reciprocal relationship. It's a tit right. for tat often, if you're lucky mm-hmm. <laughs> with yeah. them, or it's just plain for them. It's and mostly, it. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think if you come into it with, okay, like this person's my job almost, mm-hmm. or a second job or third or whatever, this person, it, it, they've become, if you're going to even find any piece at all you're going to have to serve them in whatever way they want you to serve them up to a point right you're not like Lisa you can't expect them to do anything for you unless they choose to do it for whatever reason sometimes they will because they're altruistic or because they want everyone in the neighborhood to think they have the you know best diamonds or (laughs) right you know um but there are ways that you can manage their behavior by I don't want to say manipulating them well it's kind of what it is kind of what it is I mean, it's kind of, it, it's, and it's not, you're not manipulating it for ill will. You're not manipulating them to, hurt to, them. to win, right? to hurt them, to hurt other people, to get attention for yourself. You're manipulating a situation to help diffuse some of the behavior and to help manage the situation. It's exhausting. You guys, if you're, if you're in it, you know, um, and yeah. that's where, like, I think it's, respond don't react observe don't absorb angie looks like she froze so i'm gonna keep talking because she's having some technical stuff so i'm just going to keep talking until she comes back (laughs) um so um one thing that happens when you are doing this where you're trying to manage the situation and it is a form of manipulating the situation if we're honest right um we then have a have a need to have like a, a connection or like an attachment to the reaction. The thing is, if you're going to manipulate the situation or have a like, say you, they're really controlling, and so you come in and you're like, "You're right. We should do that." And you know, you're only saying that so that they'll shut up and do the thing and then be done, and you can just be over it and move on to the next thing. You don't actually mean it. It's manipulating of sorts, right? 
you can you we've got to separate then at that point from our own reaction to it because otherwise then we're entangled with it so it's sort of like at that point you go shoo done okay what was it i was working on where's my life where am i focusing it's not about together happy couple relationship it's about managing and staying on top of it i i agree with that and i don't know how much i missed I, my internet's in and out today so yeah, I did talking and I, I explained that if Good you job. freeze, I'm just going to keep talking and hopefully All stay time. on track. <laughs> yes. I don't know what's going on with it, but anyway. All right. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I heard some of what you were saying, of course, and, and I know that there is like, there's so much, there are a lot of things. So I've written articles about it. You've done, we've both done videos about it. So I want, I want to bring up the Achilles heel. Have you brought that up yet? Mm-mm. So the Achilles heel of a narcissist, in my personal opinion, is that they genuinely, genuinely do believe they're better than us. Oh, yeah. They're smarter, everything else. And so if you were the sort of person who needed to use that for whatever reason, well, then you would use that like this. <laughs> um, number one, always let them be right. doesn't matter unless it's going to physically hurt you or someone else to do whatever it is they're saying or to have whatever, whatever. Unless there's a physical issue or something that's going to cause permanent damage. Let mm -hmm. them be right all the time, okay? <laughs> because it's not worth it because you know you can't be right. Even if you are right, you know, they'll find a way to make it all your fault anyway, whatever happens, okay? So that's one thing. And another thing I would say is that, um, you know, let them think, and when we're talking about a male narcissist, let them think they're the hero, right? When we're talking about it, so like if they take out the trash, oh my gosh, thank you. You are my hero. Okay? Yes. Not kidding. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, for, with women, the female narcissist, things like um, how much better they are than other females around them. Oh, yeah. You were the best. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe how beautiful you were in the right. room. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like nobody even held a candle. It was like mm -hmm. a shining star. Yeah. Shiny star. I have a necklace mm -hmm. on a star right now. Just reminding you. <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, and, and also things like um, just anytime you can say they're better than someone else, including mm -hmm. yourself, but Try to mostly focus that on the outside as much as you can. Um, anytime you can lift them up in any way. Um, if they get a raise at work, you throw a damn party, not really, but you know, make sure to celebrate whatever they've done, any accomplishment. Don't share any of your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll think you're trying to brag or take attention away from them. Well, and also if you're sharing your own, you're giving them power to destroy what you what you feel good about. And they will. And or they'll try. So if you, it's not about don't share your own and then have to repress your life, share your own with the, we have to create circles of safety outside of the relationship, right? right. So your friends, family, a coach, a therapist, whatever is your circle of safety outside of that relationship. That's where you share, Hey, I got a raise. And then we right. go right on, you know, like that's yeah. 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 And if you're in a situation where you're not really allowed to have friends, it does happen. Um, whether that's because they make you uncomfortable or they make you feel, you know, weird about the people around, or they specifically say, don't bring these people around, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever the issue, likely said, come talk to us or go into the support groups, find people online that you can connect with, mm -hmm. um, you know, within reason. Um, don't connect with anyone too much um, to the point that, how do I put it? Um, I think you should try to connect with people you trust, period. Exactly. Um, but, mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. but like I said, I know a lot of people are stuck out there, especially since COVID happened. I've heard more and more people just completely isolated. Mm -hmm. And in those cases, 
And I can save your life, y'all. Just saying. Yes, it can. Mm-hmm. It's a phone call. Yeah. Phone call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Texting. Anything. Texting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just knowing that you're not alone. You know, there are more. There are probably thousands, hundreds of thousands of people in situations just like yours. Maybe more than that. I mean, I, I know that it's a rotating <laughs> door with these people, but um, yeah. And, and then think about too, like how, if there's anything, like I have, we have one girl who she's, she's one of our mods, I don't think she's here today, um, who is amazing. And she literally left and she went and lived in a shelter because she was that like, I'm out. I'm not going to keep them. As soon as she figured it out, she started making plans. And it was not possible for her, it didn't seem. But she was willing to go so far as to move into a shelter. She got involved in programs. Now she's got her own place. She's happy. I think she's even got a new boyfriend. And it's so much better. It's been a couple of years. You know, so I'm just saying it it might seem like, well, at least at least here I have my own, you know, sewing room or I have my own right. pretty house I can decorate or whatever, but you know, or I have a wife and you know, and, and I, I have these things. But but if you can walk away from all that stuff. Or, or whatever it is, if you have the ability, just try. If, if you genuinely don't, because you are in a situation where you're, say, physically disabled, you're being financially abused, and there's literally nothing you can do, no one you can reach out to, then I, I, I get it. And I would not judge, but I know sometimes when we have kids in school or- There's all kinds of reasons, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. so many reasons. And, and yet what it, I'll just say this, it's never gonna be the right time. So if you're just waiting for the right time to go, like, here's your sign, it's time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can. Um, if you can't, you know, there there are some coaches out there and therapists and everybody who, who will, <laughs> I got, I kind of got, I kind of got a little hate for a video I put up last year about this very thing. Cause I don't like it when people shame. Mm-mm. Or know? force people to do something because the, like, if it's not the right time for someone and it's not, we can't, we, we all, we want you safe and we want you to have a happy life and all that, but we can't shaming you, attacking you, making you feel unsafe, unsupported, isn't going to get you there. Mm-mm. No. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, uh, I, I feel like I'm just going to take a wild guess and assume that if you're stuck in that situation, you have enough shame as it is. Exactly. Right? You think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Because yeah. Not, yeah. Because just... you know, because you know what? I have to say across the board of everyone I've talked to who is either staying, can't leave, or is really struggling to get out and can't figure out why they can't. Mm-hmm. They know what's going on. They understand the situation. They know everything about narcissism. They are just, for whatever reason of their own, stuck in the situation or choosing to stay in the situation and manage it as best they can. And, that, and I don't want to say like, that I, that I 100% think that is the best thing for them. I don't, but at the same time, there's no, I'm not judging, right? It's not, right. yeah. You never would because we've all been- it doesn't work, it doesn't help. Right. Yeah. I I think Lisa, you and I both probably at some point felt like we were stuck in our situation. Oh, I have been stuck, yeah. I know why, yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing, it doesn't, we just know that you're safe with, us with our with listening yeah yeah yeah, it seems like like one thing that can help or one thing that may be a good suggestion (laughs) plan as if you are going to leave yes do the planning up even even if it's all up here if you're afraid to write it down or if you're afraid it'll get found just up here do the planning daydream it yes plan it 
Doesn't mean you have to do it. Okay. And and then, and then maybe in five months or four months, reassess your situation. And if it's not the time plan again, hundred pocket through that, you know, yeah. Go so I love this. Go so far as to look at apartments online. Oh yeah. Like imagine your stuff in that apartment. Where would you put this and where would you put that? Mm -hmm. Right. Because what visualization is one of the ways to attract what you want. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, I mean, I'm not going to go all law of attraction on you, but there is something to it. Y'all vibrate carefully. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so, so I think bottom line, I I love that you brought that up, Lisa. I I think I saw somebody in the chat saying that. And I also personally have experienced, I mean, every change I've ever made in my life, I've used some form of visualization to get Mm -hmm. to it, whether it was something like this or it was something way more fun, like just buying (laughs) decorating or whatever. Right. Like, uh, so for those of you who are able to safely, you can go to queenbeing.com slash plan, P-L-A-N. You'll find downloads and videos, all this free stuff there for anyone who needs to leave or who wants to think about leaving. So mm-hmm. you, you can get a lot of information for free and there's no upsell or anything. It's just all there it is. <laughs> yeah. So. And I'd say if you simply absolutely can't, you just like, you know, like you said, disabled and financially abused and this and that. And you are stuck because where are you going to go safely for yourself, right? Learn to disengage from the narcissists once they have tipped over into the tantruming, the the abusive, the toxic uh, stuff that they're doing. Learn to disengage in a way that is like the ultimate gray rocking. I'm, I'm talking about disengaging you, you froze. So I'm talking about disengaging when you um, cannot leave when they yeah, are, yes. when they go into their tirades, mm-hmm. that isn't a time to say, but why did you do that? But right. why are we talking about this? But I did do that. That's the time to, to do the, okay, yeah, you're right. Even though, you know, it's, it's not because what happens is the gaslighting gets more extreme. The, the toxic shaming and words that come out of their mouth gets more extreme mm-hmm. anytime you engage you're part of the you're part of the system that they're creating to pull supply from you okay. That's and right. you're left hurting sad feeling emotionally trampled and you know so true yeah and you'll be can you hear me still yes i can hear you now <laughs> you'll be able to um to kind of learn almost like like lisa was saying you're just kind of you always act kind of neutral all the time. Like it, one of the things that I found to be effective, and I, I, I call it dog training, <laughs> but it's where you you treat them when you're stuck in the situation. They do what you want them to do. Like they're nice or they're relatively polite or they're not a total jerk. Then you give them that supply that they want, right? You mm-hmm. let them live on the pedestal if they want. You don't care. But <laughs> the minute that they, so that this is like the treat, right? Oh, good boy, good girl, whatever, right? But when they do the other things, things you don't want, the things you don't like, then you just go blank, you gray rock, you disengage. And and if you can leave the room safely, do so. If you can't just, no expression, as slack as you can be, no mm-hmm. negativity, no, you respond to them when they respond, you when they ask a question, you just keep it just like this. I understand. Okay, yes, thank you. Right? Don't, and, and that, they like and then they may life. say something like, what are you, an idiot? You're so stupid, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, I guess so. I don't yeah, know. just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
just having a bad day today, or, you know, maybe I'm just tired or I'm, I'm a little blood sugar issues, you know? yeah. <laughs> or like we said, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Or yeah. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, somebody's asking on here for real strategies and I'd like to know Herzog could use some real strategies, real ones. Well, these um, are real strategies, but what do you mean? Uh, if you could give them more specific, you may have, and I need to scroll back. It's very hard to follow chat on my phone while I'm <laughs> on yes. here. Um, um, ah, there we go. Thank you, Mystique. What part of your situation do you need help with the most? That is exactly what I was trying to get out my mouth. Um, you. Yes. If you if you can give us some specifics, then maybe we can give you some strategies or at yeah. least get start directing you toward where to right. find it. Okay, here we go. So I helps it helps when I Herzog says it helps when I don't react to the things they say and do. Yes. Well it seems like that was what drives them. It is. It's supply. So if you if you only react positively to them when they're good and then you don't react at all when they're bad because they want you to have drama with them at that time. They want you to scream and yell and that's crazy. But if you just kind of appear to just go numb and hopefully Actually, I don't want to say go numb because I don't want you to dissociate for the rest of your life, right? But but going numb or appearing to just kind of go blank when that happens, that takes away supply from them. So they'll either try the other tactic again of love bombing type stuff, or at least basic politeness, or they'll go bother someone else. And unless it's one of your kids, I nothing you can do about that. But <laughs> right, and then that go numb thing you're talking about, we don't want to live there, and so that's why going back to what I said in the beginning. We, I feel like it's super important to have the separation between them and you. Mm -hmm. It's healthy in any relationship, you guys, a healthy relationship. I'm me, Angie's Angie. And for moments we connect and then we boom, pull apart and we're our own individual people, okay. right? And, and hopefully we're that way in relationships too. I mean, it's harder in romantic relationships. It's way harder, but, and it's harder when it's a parent and it, when it's, yes. it's almost impossible when it's a narcissist, they're not gonna let you. You do it for you. That's the self-care. And so if you feel you do that numbing up thing, and then when you step away from them, it may take sitting in, like, say it's an elderly parent you're visiting. It may take going in your car when you leave, sitting there before you drive, do a quick meditation where you come back into your body, get out of your car, take a walk around the block and then drive home. You know, things to come back to yourself. I'm mm -hmm. me. I get my life. Yes, that's really important because that's one of the things I did wrong in my own recovery because I started off being like, ah, I can choose how I feel, how I feel. And you can in the moment, but you can't long-term. Long-term, if you hold it in and you hold it in and you hold it in, you're either going to get mean or crazy or sad <laughs> or some combination of those. You don't want to be that sad. You won't feel the way you want. She's, you're right. And I, the word numb was inappropriate there. No, it's a per it was perfect because that's what happens if you stay there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's uh -huh. right. It is very important to make, to find yourself again. But, you know, like if, let's say that you have a 10 year old kid, mm. okay? And the reason you're not leaving is because there's no way you can afford to pay for the private school yourself because it's, and it's only in this one neighborhood and whatever, whatever. Okay. And you can't afford to live in the neighborhood by yourself either. Okay. <laughs> well, I get it. And I'm not going to judge you, but I'll tell you this. You better be making plans for the 18th birthday. <laughs> you know, start thinking about when, if not, you know, if never, never is not necessarily. And if you're physically disabled and you're being financially abused, you know, physical disabilities can get you to the doctor. Okay. Go to the doctor, you know, 
quietly, <laughs> you know, ask for some resources. You would be surprised what's out there. And, and you know, and do your research and start to reach out to people if you really, if you really need to get out. If you are in a situation where you're being physically abused, like call 911 mm -hmm. the next time they do it. Mm -hmm. Every time they do it. And hopefully, eventually, they'll either get tired of being in jail or uh, they'll get stuck there. Or, or they'll just dump you because you keep calling the cops on them. And I know that sounds terrible, but there are resources out there for you for most, I mean, most everyone on some level. Um, I, I mean, we could probably I have- mean, Unfortunately, sometimes isn't, isn't ideal. It's not, and it's not gonna be. I mean, that's the thing. There's never gonna be the right time. Mm -hmm. There is no right time. No, there isn't. There's always something. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Let's see, do we have any more from Herzog? So I keep missing pieces of chat when it logs. Yeah, I know it, it jumps, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, Somebody see. else had something too that I saw. It was Kelly Starlight. I missed the beginning of it, Kelly. My success was evicting him. Surprise. Wait. Um, oh, good. It's talking about leaving the narcissist, but then a year later, I'm having trouble healing. I can't seem to get my life get moving in my life I'm, um, I'm supposed to be glowing up and I've lost my job etc I feel worse than before well you're not the only one who, who goes through the there's ups and downs in everyone's life in general but of mm -hmm. course when you have now you throw through the narcissist out so now part of you is probably going oh if I oh gosh I really need that money now. I really right. need it it was but better before I, I could have put up with it at least I had the things or the whatever mm. right but I want you to really think hard about that because really easy for time does in fact heal all wounds right and it does in fact give us that what is it absence makes the heart grow fonder stuff it mm -hmm. happens it's real and, and there are scientific words behind it i could tell you all the reasons and the research that but it's real it it, it really we call it abuse amnesia sometimes mm -hmm. you forget so kelly i would suggest you make a list of all the reasons you left and i want you to do it as quickly as you can because before you forget anymore mm -hmm. remember this person and how they treated you remember how you probably said to yourself, you know what, I would do without things if I didn't have to deal with this. I mean, I did. <laughs> I said that to myself. And and I know a lot of us have. So any other thoughts, please? Well, sometimes when circumstances, like it's hard when you are trying to rebuild your life and then life knocks you down and you're like, are you kidding me now? Like, right. couldn't have done this five years ago or waited five years. No, you have to do it now, universe. Thank you. You know, like that's, and so sometimes when we're knocked down like that, it can help in like micro help, right? You're not, we're not going to be like, oh, I'm totally glowed up <laughs> or whatever, right? But to then look at the things that are going right. And right. that can simply mean I didn't jab my gums when I brushed my teeth. I didn't, yeah. this didn't happen. Oh, you know, like looking at the things that are going okay so that you're not pulled into the negative thought patterns. Mm -hmm that then will link with your trauma because what happens is you get, it's sort of like re-traumatization, you get triggered, throws you into an emotional flashback and you remember that I, of course I'm worthless or whatever it is for you, you know? Of course, right. of course this happened because I'm worthless and the narcissist was right. Yeah. And, and so to prevent that, try to find things that are going right, try to realize that's partially what's happening so that you can talk yourself through the emotional flashback by saying, I'm actually safe now. I'm away from the toxic person. My life is better. I am allowed to get up when I want, do what I want, sleep when I want, you know, 
naming the things that are positive because that person isn't in your life can, as you frozen, Angie, I think she is, can help you um, start moving forward. This is, it's not a linear process to heal. You don't just start climbing a hill and end up at the top. It's all squiggly and there's knots and there's bumps and there's all kinds of like scrambled up ways that, that start to happen because that's just life, right? Oh, there she is. She coming back. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> and, and because it's not linear, the healing can feel defeating because things happen and then you go down. So to lift yourself back up, like I said, try and see what is going right, the positives of not being with that narcissist and just focusing even 10 minutes at a time on that. Yes. Can you still hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yay. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Okay. Um, I have a couple of comments here I wanted to read off. Um, so to from Herzog, it's called supply. I didn't know that yet. narcissistic supply. So basically your energy, your time, your effort, anything you can do for them or that you give to them is a uh, narcissistic yeah. supply. Um, and also Herzog says, what, why do they see their daughters as competition? We could do a whole, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? We should do a whole video on that actually, because that's true. They do. And it mm -hmm. usually starts right about the time that the girls start to physically mature. Mm -hmm. If we're talking about mothers, mm -hmm. um, and they, they will, sometimes it will, it will happen when the men start to look at the girl instead of the mom. Um, and, and, you know, as a, as a 47 year old mother, um, <laughs> I get it, but I have no, personally, I'm like, I don't even see the, I don't personally feel anything like that about any of my children. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I understand there's a very bizarre thing that happens, especially if mother is histrionic where mm -hmm. she is using her sensuality, sexuality, beauty, whatever to get by in life to you, to get people to do things for her. And then all of a sudden her daughter pops up looking all gorgeous and she's like, Oh no. You know? And I'm just like, <laughs> I'll tell you another day, but I joke and play and have fun. But I, 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 I give, be careful not to wear something like this so they can't look at your blah, 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 like that. <laughs> and if you're going to wear this, make sure you wear that with it too, blah, blah, blah. Like all in love, <laughs> not in any weirdness. But anyway, okay, I don't know where that came. All right. So that's it. We could talk about that in the future if, if you want to. Let us know in the chat here if you want us to talk more about mothers and daughters or mothers and children in general, uh, the narcissistic type mothers. Hey, Lisa, I want to hear from Ellen C. Um, do you have another one you want to read first? No, I was I'm having a time scrolling. So okay. um, Ellen says, I had to manipulate the manipulator, but I never lost sight of my truth. When I left, I hit the ground running and, oh, and always, even now, have small targets in sight, progress, not perfection. That right there is the very best thing anyone, any of us could say. Because the fact is, we don't always know when we can do it or how we can do it. But all I want you to know is I can do it. And I will do it at some point in my life. Try that. And if you... You know, worst case scenario, you just outlive them. But I, I don't want that for, I don't want any of you to be in that, in that place where you're living in limbo forever. I had a client like that that was in her 80s. She outlived him. She said, okay, I've got a few years left. Let's get this healing going. I mean, <laughs> you know, she, oh, was great. she was beautiful. But yeah, that's a beautiful thing. But it just it makes it was so sad. sad. It was yeah. very sad. Uh-huh. And I had one who was an older person and I don't want to go into any details, but I'll tell you this. That person finally broke out. The person, the, the partner was still around. And the partner essentially 
gaslighted her from outside of her her secret place that she was, and and then drove her over the edge and had her committed. And um, that really broke my heart. And I couldn't ever, you know, he was bound and determined to keep her as his. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was a horrible situation. Well, that's, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But and that's a little, sounds a little harsh, sorry. But it's, it's an extreme version of, of that situation. But um, my point is only this. You have time you have on the planet, use it for, you know, use it wisely. <laughs> and just remember that you can be happy even, you can find a little bit of happy even in, you know, all the chaos. And that's what I would want you to do if you're stuck for now. That's what I would mm-hmm. want you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and what Ellen said, it was really powerful. She said, I never lost sight of my truth. And then when she did, she went, she went, she left, she ran. And she said, always, and I need to, we, we all need to do this. We, we all need to always have those small targets in sight, right? Mm-hmm. Because whatever it is we are, I think when we stop learning and we stop changing and growing and evolving, it's pretty much over. Yep, <laughs> right? there's nothing left. <laughs> right. So keep going. Um, Lisa, do you have another one for us? Um, someone asking to talk more about mothers and daughters. We'll do that another day so we can give it some time, Jenna. I think that's probably, um, yeah, yep. Um, um so I got one things. more. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. No, I'm I'm just skimming here. All right. Uh, Tammy Springfield says I'm I'm. She wants um to get out now after 26 years of marriage. Now her son's 18. So she's so exhausted, but she's still working to on her plan to get out. So listen, that's great. You're there. Mm-hmm. All right. So start, you know, go to that queenbeing.com slash plan P-L-A-N and download the, the checklist and stuff and just start one little tiny baby step at a time. Mm-hmm. Look at apartments or houses online. Um, you know, imagine you putting your stuff in there, or what you would put there or how you would decorate each room or whatever and start and just look around because that type, it seems so silly, but it's kind of like a vision board. Right. If you do this, like anytime you have like, you know, I don't know, between commercials on the TV or between like, you know, while you're waiting to pick up someone somewhere, whatever, just or anytime you have a minute, you know, um, it is a wait a minute. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a process. It's scary, but it's worth it. It's worth it. You won't regret it. And you might be one of those who'll be like, I'm never getting married again. That's okay. I wouldn't yep. either. It's not, yeah. And and looking at what you're afraid of, maybe something that is worth talking through with someone. Um, mm-hmm. looking at what it is that is holding you there now. It wasn't like it was like, woohoo, 18 later. You know, you didn't just bail. <laughs> so what is holding you there now to help you heal those parts so that they are stronger when you are out? Right. And help you get out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is this is where you have to begin. So just keep your head on straight. Remember, as doom and gloom as I got a few minutes ago, I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to. No, you're <laughs> but, it's yeah. Uh, don't underestimate your own situation. That's mm-hmm. the one thing that's really important. Well, you can let him underestimate you or her underestimate, the narcissist. Don't underestimate what you're really going through mm-hmm. and take care of yourself in that process. Even right. if it, right. Even if it's 10 more years, whatever. Yeah, I think one really important thing that we didn't say, and I just don't know why I didn't think of it because it's what I say in the beginning all the time, (laughs) is you got to look at the other person in the relationship, whoever they are, as they are. 
That's yes. true for every single relationship you'll have in your life. The way to disengage from the enmeshed state is to see them as an individual as they are. No expectations for them to be different. Yeah. No pretending that they're something they're not. No saying, well, they're nice sometimes and in, in really awful others. So does that mean they're nice and awful? Does that mean they're nice and they just act awful? You know, no, that this is who they are. They're the, if you see and you know that there's narcissism going on, understand what it is and don't try to make it something it's not. Because that will train your brain into a state of cognitive dissonance. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And this is so important what you're saying. It's so important because it really is. And I think we, we sort of said at the beginning, they don't change, you can't fix them. Mm-mm. any no one can fix yeah I like to call it like I see your limitations and I accept them mm-hmm. I do the same for myself right I see who you are and I accept it that doesn't mean I like it it doesn't mean I, I want it around me it doesn't mean it's healthy it just right. means I, I I can see it with honesty and I'm not going to frustrate myself by trying to change it mm-hmm. because when you let go of the need to fix them because they are unfixable by you or anyone else only themselves, if they choose. They don't usually, but just nothing. You're just wasting your energy. So like, like I, I always say, when you, what, what can you control in any situation? You can control your perception. You can control maybe the little space around you. You cannot control another person, Mm-mm. no matter how much you try. And even though they seem to effectively <laughs> have caused some sort of control over you, essentially, they don't, they can't control your head, your mind, your heart. I mean, they can a little bit sometimes, but I never was able to be fully controlled. That's probably why I was so miserable, <laughs> but, but just let them think whatever they want to think because their opinion will not change no matter what. Let them think whatever they want and just you do you as much as possible. And if you're one of the- well, It's lucky- all about control, right? They need to control the situation. So they're going to do anything they can, even if they know they're wrong to stay right. in the seat of control. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's a good note to end it on. I would say this one more thing. If you're one of the lucky ones and, and they just leave all the time and you never know when they're coming home or whatever. Oh, she froze right before the punchline. I think if you're one of the lucky ones and they just are always off, always gone, use that time to focus on you, to have a life outside of the relationship, to be, to be you, right? Use that time instead of using that time to try and to, to worry about them. And you totally cut out. So I don't know what you were going to say. So I made up my own. I thing. just kept on talking until just now. So Katie, then we're good. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I said, if you're going to use that, use that time to take care of yourself instead of. Exactly, yep. Is that what you were saying? I was hoping. Nope. I was Enjoy it. it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. I love treatment. Thank you. Mind melding guys. <laughs> uh, well, 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 okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay, speaking of which, speaking of which, I know my schedule is yes, very I have cool. to go. How is yours? Do you have any? Okay. Yeah. Do you have any openings right now in your I do have openings in my schedule throughout right. the week. Yes. You left. Okay. And then don't forget about group coaching, which is so much cheaper and so very supportive, a full support group situation. Yes. Uh, two yes, or three right. a week. How many, please? Two or three. Three a week. Three. And, yeah. Tuesday, per Tuesday, week. Thursdays, 4.30 and Fridays, 11 Pacific. You guys, you guys do Zoom or what do you do? We do Zoom. Zoom. We do Zoom, yeah. And then she's got um, she's got one-on-one appointments available. People who are in group coaching also get a discount for one-on-one. They do, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, you have your ongoing group message throughout the week, so make sure you check that out if you are interested, or just reach out to Lisa directly, and she can help you with that. 
Um, anything else for today, Lise? Oh, just take care of yourself. If you guys are in these situations that you've got, you are what you have. So take care of yourself. Know that you're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Lise. We'll see you next week, guys. See you next week. Bye.